This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. What if there was a way you could know the future of the stock market, America, the world, even your own? What if there was a 3,000-year-old mystery determining world events right now? One so precise it foretold the collapse of Wall Street down to the dates and hours, even the timing of 9-11. What if it foretells a coming calamity you can prepare for? The Mystery of the Shemitah Unlocked by New York Times best-selling author Jonathan Kahn. This riveting DVD will forewarn you of what lies ahead. It may just change your life. It is a beautiful morning. I am ready for Hillary. That's oh, my gosh. Ready? <laughs> I was born ready for Hillary. Hillary's terrific. You know, she's terrific. When she gets into screech mode, uh, there's nothing better. There's nothing more melodic than that yeah. voice. You know, do you think that's the real reason why they're not uh, putting her out in front of huge crowds? Because yes, when she screams yes. over people, she gets that you know, screechiness in her voice. Yes. And she's not the only one. I mean, even Rand Paul has a little bit of that. When he tries, to, he's yeah, not. He, he's yeah. much better when he's like calm and reserved in an interview right. than he is trying to like scream over a crowd. Um, you know, that's not. Some, Barack Obama's pretty good at that. Uh, they know. showed a bunch of uh, clips of her uh, when they were talking about this over the weekend that she was going to do smaller venues. First of all, she can't draw large crowds. That's one reason. The other one is that she gets screechy, and and they showed her saying, "I'm back," and you're like, "Ooh, ooh, ooh. no, thank you." No. And then, you know, she then, not to mention the other mode she, she'll get into is, I am sick and tired of people not being able to criticize this administration. We are Americans and we should stand up and say, we have a right to debate and disagree. We are oh, You know, in that mode. And uh, I don't think they want her to get into that. And so, yeah, have her in a little small group where everybody loves her. You've controlled the situation completely. You invite only super, super big fans of hers. Nobody's going to ask her anything nasty. Nobody's going to bring up Benghazi or any of that stuff. So, um, yeah, this is uh, it's an interesting rollout for her campaign. Um, here's her wonderful presidential announcement where she features all kinds of diverse people uh, in it. After five years of raising my children, I am now going back to work. Good for you. Every day we're trying to get more, more ready and more prepared. The big boy coming your way. <laughs> right now I'm applying for jobs. Not a nation. A look into what the real world will look like. Let's go back and count. Wait. I've Wait. Been stop. This, summer. this is great. Stop. So stop. Stop. Really stop. Oh, darn it. The big reveal. We already had the big reveal. All right. Let's count. The number of special interest groups here, right from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Okay? So re-roll it, if you would, please. We're ready for you. After five years of raising okay, my children, woman, right? I am now single, going back single to work. Mom. Single mom. Every day we're trying okay, to get black couple. more ready and more prepared. A baby boy, coming your way. <laughs> really nice black couple. Right now I'm applying Asian girl. It's a look into what the real world will look like after college. Uh-huh. 
Nathan getting married this no, summer. No, same sex no. couple. Nice. I'm gonna be in the play. Little black I'm kid. Be in a fish costume. He can't I'm vote, Hillary. I got news for you. I'm but he's adorable. Ready to retire soon. What a bet. <laughs> okay, large woman. Means White. Yourself in but a woman. Ways. Well, we've been doing a lot of home renovations. But most importantly, we really just want to teach our dog to quit eating the trash. <laughs> so we have high family for with a dog. That's going to happen. <laughs> and I started a new recently. This okay. is a fifth generation company, which means a, a, a lot to me. Business owner with this big arms, salt, on hard work, and but white. it really feels good to give you be that. part of that. He is white. I'm getting ready to do something, too. And there she is. I'm running for president. <laughs> Americans have fought their way back from tough economic times. But the deck is still stacked in favor of those at the Why? top. Why? Everyday Americans need a champion, and I want to be that champion. Dude. So you can do more than just get by. You can get ahead huh? and stay ahead. Like you because did? when families are strong, America is strong. Mm -hmm. You got ahead in the last election, <laughs> not stay ahead. So I'm hitting the road to earn your vote because it's your time. Oh, look at all the people. And yeah, I hope yeah. you'll join me on this journey. I'm not going to. <laughs> Hillary for America, everybody, right there. Good morning. That's beautiful. You know, we talked about how, like, the, the Hillary, uh, the, the campaign would have to go to you hate black people to you hate women. Mm -hmm. And look how fast they're jumping to it. I mean, look, yep. the Rand Paul thing is a perfect example. He's... He's talking down to female reporters is mm -hmm. their newest thing. It's like they, these things are so pre-built. It's such it's all identity politics. Eight, I counted eight uh, different groups in there that they were trying to represent. Um, and the only one, as you pointed out, uh, the, the only white male was a working class white male right. and hair issues, which was another, hair issues. Uh, another serious thing. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's, it's just like it's comical. It's comical. Like you would not... You couldn't come up with a more, like, standard, crappy, boring rollout than this. Yeah, it's, it's garbage. It is real, real, real garbage. Real garbage. Um, even SNL kind of mocked her uh, over the weekend. In, in fact, they really mocked her. Here's a little look at what SNL did with the Hillary rollout. Thought it would be fun if you actually filmed the video yourself on your own phone. That way it seems more personal and intimate. Uh -huh, uh -huh, personal and intimate, yes. I better take off this jacket then. <laughs> Great, okay, and action. Citizens, you will elect me. I will be your leader. Okay, great. Let, let's stop there. No. Okay. Okay. Ma'am, I, I think you may be coming off as just a little hard. Oh shoot. What part? What part? Well, sort of all of it. In closing, I am so excited for the next chapter in American history, and I promise that with Hillary Clinton in charge, it will be a brand new White House. <laughs> Oh, who am I kidding? Buckle up, America, because the Clintons are back. Hmm. Mm hmm. I mean, yeah, it's some funny parts. Uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, bill, the bill stuff is so tried at this point. Yeah, it's the bill like, stuff is just stupid. You know. You're not even trying there. If yeah. You're going to bill. Um, but. Uh, it's, the funny part to me was when she says, citizens, yeah, you right. will elect me. That's more the Hillary vibe, yeah. I think, that I have. Fire-breathing dragon, essentially. Yeah. I, I'm hoping that uh, is the way they go. And, it, and look, we, you know, you've seen Saturday Night Live and other shows have a, a big impact uh, on uh, making a candidate uh, appear to the nation in a certain way. Uh, so obviously, Sarah Palin being the prime example of that. 
basically taking her from a person running a state uh, and running it well with a 70% approval rating and, and, you know, trashing her, trashing her career. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. And she made some noise a few weeks ago or maybe months ago now about really seriously considering a run for president. I haven't heard word once since, though. Have you? Uh, is she considering it still? I, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't heard anything. Don't so I, She's still out there as a potential candidate. I, I don't know. I mean, she's got a lot of people running as conservatives. Uh, there's not a lot of establishment people or none really in at all yet. Probably, but uh, Marco Rubio kind of entering that maybe the first bridge between the conservatives and the establishment. You know, you have Jeb Bush and uh, others that will bring up that establishment end. I'm sure maybe Chris Christie. You think Christie's going to run at this point? I I don't know. I, I could see I him. Know. I think his window it. closed. Frankly, I think so too. I think his window closed. You need a big window. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. It has to be a floor to ceiling window. Yeah. And it has to be an incredibly wide. That's one. a fat joke. Yeah, it's too late for a joke about him being overweight. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah, because I've got that. Yeah. Okay, I just I'm just letting you know why why the attitude. I'm letting you know. <laughs> it was about Chris Christie. Yeah, it wasn't about well, you. Why would you take offense to it? That's weird. Are you a big Chris Christie supporter? Oh, well, I'm a fat guy supporter. Oh. Oh, that's weird. You just yeah. support all fat people? Yes. Yeah. 100%. You know what? You look fine to me. I don't, uh, I don't know why he's so so <laughs> self-conscious about his weight. You know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, that, you, your hang-ups are not necessarily our hang-ups, so back off. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you were uh, you were probably saying something. No, I was just, Christie's done. I mean, you think I he's think done, his window's done, yeah. And, he, and he's smart enough to know. You know, that he can go back and still be Jersey boy and still be in charge and not have to take the heat of running for president. Now, is, I don't know if there's term limits uh, for governors in New Jersey. However, I don't think he could win again. I, think he's, I don't even think he could win New Jersey as a governor at this point, uh, depending on, of course, who ran against him. But I think he'd have a tough time and probably lose. My guess is he becomes MSNBC's favorite um, uh, person they bring in to talk about politics. Yeah, he'll the be Republican their big side. conservative. Right. They're big conservative. He'll come in, he'll bash Republicans most mm -hmm. of the time, but bring up some good points about certain things. And, you know, spend a few years in that sort of role. Where, you yeah, know, he could do that. That's yeah. a good role. I, this, I, you know, probably get paid pretty well uh, yeah. doing it. Um, he could still uh, go around getting hugs from people. I mean, that's he's all about he actually is fueled last... by hugs. Did you know that? Yeah, I know. He's fueled by hugs. You know, some people actually thought that was a good speech. Remember the hug speech? Oh, my gosh. I, I, I do. There and I remember who, who thought it that. was yeah. fantastic. There's a lot of reporters and such that said that. And it's like, at this point, I mm -hmm. I can't imagine. I mean, it was so embarrassing. Oh, my gosh. It was awful. I We should play that. <laughs> I should live. Live. I have I the, 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 they don't understand. I got to play that. the hugs. You don't understand. Do we have the walkover music? You're going to walk over right now and play the I'm going to walk over right now. You have it in your machine? I have it in the machine. I don't know if we have the walkover music, but go ahead. I don't know if we have the walkover music either, but... What happened to our walkover music? No, there's some. There it is. Okay. That's walking over. Don't film him walking. It's a long walk. This is a big studio. He's walking. It's the big walkover. This is... Show him. There you go. All right. I don't know if it's going to be worth it, you know, all this buildup. Wait a minute, you were the one who said, I've got yeah, to play it now. Play it. I, I don't know if it's going to be worth it. If it wasn't going to be worth it, you know? we could have waited to the next break, listened to it in the break. <laughs> no, I remember stop. this being... All right, I, yeah, I the Chris it. Christie hugs speech. This is genius stuff. People ask me for hugs to come from them. People ask so, me for wait, hugs keep, keep in mind, people ask for people... People ask uh, him for hugs. To comfort them. What a, what a, what a just cocky, self-absorbed <laughs> thing to say. Yeah. People ask me for hugs to, to comfort, comfort them. them. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, even if that's true, which I can't imagine it is, what a <laughs> weird thing to say about yourself. Yeah, how often are people coming up to you and saying, hey, Chris, I need a hug from you to comfort me. Mm -hmm. uh, that can't happen that often, can it? People ask me for hugs to comfort them. Comfort them. People ask me for hugs to make sure I wouldn't forget them. <laughs> okay. People wait, ask me wait, for wait, hugs again. to make sure they w that Can, he wouldn't forget them. Like, it's important to them, after their house was just knocked down, yeah. to, I hope the governor remembers me. Yes. <laughs> it's egomaniacal, oh, this God, it's speech. awful. It gets worse. Just to know that the leader of the state cared about them. Just to know that the leader, leader. of the state cared about them. Because okay. that's, what, that's what's important to a person who's had their home knocked down, yeah. their life destroyed. I just hope that big, fat celebrity likes me. <laughs> this is as self-serving mm -hmm. as it gets. Mm -hmm. And people came up to me all the time in the aftermath and said to me, Governor, where did you get the energy? Wow, I bet that happened all the time. <laughs> it never Governor, happened. Where did you get the energy? No one came up to him and said, you know, "Governor, where did you get where the energy?" Where did you get the energy? Because you, you're a fat man, but you just—that's <laughs> what stop. was said to him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's you're so like fat, but you just didn't stop anyway. Yeah, it was just like actually Gosh. a subtle slam. He didn't <laughs> understand. He's never seen a fat guy move like that for day after day. I mean, day. we know Jeffy. He can't move like you did. He can't keep going like that. Where did you get the energy day after day after day to do that? Day after day after mm. day. You worked tirelessly for us. You worked tireless, tirelessly for New Jerseyans and stuff. Such. And I told them. I told them. You don't understand, do you? You don't understand. Yeah, you're an idiot. Stupid. You moron. Stupid moron. <laughs> you don't understand because you're a douchebag from Jersey. Yeah. You don't get it. You're an okay? awful peasant nothing that I won't remember even after I've hugged. <laughs> Uh, so get out of my face. Hey, stupid! Okay? I'm gonna put my sweaty, nasty arms around you, but I'm not gonna remember you for two seconds after you leave. Those hugs. Those hugs. Gave more to me gave more to than me. I can ever give back to them. Wow. You they gave me hope wow. and faith oh. and optimism for yeah. the future. Yeah. Yeah! Yeah! Mm -hmm. Those hugs. Gave more to him than even you, even even more than I could give to them. Having the leader of the state of New Jersey remember you mm -hmm. in any way, he got more out of that than you did. That's incredible. Because who could think there would be more to having the leader <laughs> of New Jersey that? remember you? Right? There's nothing more than that in, in my understanding <laughs> of the world. It's the sort of penultimate thing that can yes. happen in your life. But no. Yeah. But no. He was able to give, to get more out of that than even he gave. And remember, he gave a lot here. This is remembering people. Mm -hmm. It's no, it's telling people that he cares about them. Right. This is the leader All of New hugs. Jersey here. All through hugs. Mm -hmm. that, is, so, that is one of the most, I, I, I can't even think. And again, like. It's you know, egomaniacal. Yeah, it's egomaniacal. And it's, this is a show that obviously aimed at conservatives and generally like, like Republicans more than Democrats. I can't ever remember a more pandering pathetic disgusting example of how awful politicians are than that speech it's so it is cringe inducing that he's mm -hmm. trying to make this i'm fueled by hugs argument <laughs> <laughs> well we know he's, so he's fueled by twinkies yeah okay, i mean well, come on obviously. the come calories on. in a twinkie that's a I mean, form of energy now. so you know i, I the, where are the Twinkies, are the by Twinkies? the way? 
I said Twinkies like five seconds ago. Where, where are they? I want a world in which you say Twinkies and just Twinkies get thrown our way. Mm-hmm. And we just we just grab them and then we eat them as we finish the break. That's the show this is supposed to be. Until we can pull that off, how can we make fun of anybody? How can we criticize even the incredible leader of New Jersey who has gone out of his way to not only touch the common folk, but remember some of them through that horrific process in which she, he is... Uh, through his sweaty arms and his uh, uh, sweat-drenched face coming up near yours and wiping up against you. Oof. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. By the way, I dream of a world in which when we say the word Twinkies, there's a Twinkie drop, like a balloon drop. Right. Just Twinkies fall from the sky. We catch the ones we want and we eat them. We do have a world in which we have these absolutely <gasps> Wait, delicious freeze-dried Twinkies. Freeze-dried? No, these are uh, these are better than that. Actually, well, these are honey-dipped uh, freeze-dried bananas. Oh, really? And they're yummy. They're really good, but we should also and freeze-dried Twinkies. It can uh, be freeze-dried, and uh, you can do this at your house because now it's affordable. This month, you can save four. $100 on your very own Harvest Right freeze dryer. Hmm. Now, it used to be you could only do this industrially. And so then you could, uh, you know, purchase whatever the industry, the business freeze dried for you. But now you can do this in your own home. Choose what you want to freeze dry. Keep it for 25 years. It's awesome. But, Pat, can I do it with Twinkies? Yes, you can, Stu. I can? Yes. Where and they will the taste delicious. Dried Twinkies. Uh, 800-401-9597 is the number. Learn more about this amazing freeze-dryer at Harvest Right. you need to freeze-dry Twinkies. Don't they last on their own for 35 years or 40? I think it's actually a myth. Or 10,000? The point is, where are the freeze-dry Twinkies? Are you with me on that part, at least? I'm with you. Okay. 800-401-9597. You're going to say $400. That's mm-hmm. 800-401-9597 or HarvestRight.com. Are you looking to save 50, 60, even 70% on your phone bill? Well, here's a tip. Broadvoice.com. Hi, it's Brad Staggs of Blaze TV here. Broadvoice offers high-quality phone service for only $8.95 a month. You may ask, how can I save so much money? What's the catch? Well, the secret is the technology. Broadvoice uses VoIP technology that takes analog audio signals from your phone, turns them into digital data, and then transfers them over the Internet. This means crystal clear sound and cheaper phone bills. Broadvoice has been ranked in the Deloitte Technology Fast 500 and Inc. 500 as one of the fastest growing private companies in America. Get Broadvoice right now for only $8.95 a month. Keep your existing phone number for free and Broadvoice will send you their easy plug-in adapter free. All this and you get unlimited local calling for just $8.95 a month. Plus, for a limited time, Broadvoice will even give you your first month free. Do what we did here at Blaze Radio. Make the switch today at broadvoice.com or call 888-332-8036. beck it's Pat and Stu. Uh, welcome. It's so good to have that nasty weekend out of the way. <laughs> I, I thought that. it would never end. Oh, and now here we are back to the work week, so uh, everything is right with the world again. A uh, really good friend of Hillary said she'd make a, an excellent president. And I think this friend knows. This friend is uh, Barack Obama. Oh, he yeah. shared his thoughts in Panama. Uh, didn't exactly endorse her because he can't, because he's got a friend in the vice presidency, too, who may run. 
And so then you'd have a little friendship battle going on there. And which friend do you want to win? I don't know. Don't you so hard. essentially owe it to your vice president to, you really to do. endorse him? Not even just say nice things about him or not. And if he's going to run for president, <laughs> you need to endorse him. You actually, Probably. you said he was the guy that should take over if you die. He should be the next guy. If, if you were going to endorse Hillary or not endorse Biden, then you should have brought somebody else in as vice president you were comfortable endorsing. I don't remember Reagan doing that for H.W., Really, I, I don't, I don't know that they liked each other that much, uh, and I don't remember. Maybe he did, and I just missed it. We should look into that and see if that happened. I'd be surprised. Um, I mean, maybe he just didn't endorse him. There wasn't a large swath I'm, of, uh, you know, competitors. What was that? Was that uh, Pat Robertson against him in that one? Was against HW? Against HW? Yeah, maybe. There must have been somebody else though, right? McCain or somebody. I thought it was Robertson that that actually did pretty well. He may have won a state or something. Um, he that was his more successful run. I feel like it could have been 96, but I feel like mm. it was 92. Anyway, uh, point being, uh, you know, uh, that's, if you, if in reality, let's put it in a, in a world where things are rational and people acted rationally, not like Washington, you should mm -hmm. put whoever you would in, want most to be president other than yourself as your vice president. Yes. If they will accept it. That's true. Um, and in, that is why you're, the reason the vice president, re, vice presidential role even exists is because if something happens to the president, that person can take over. Yeah. Well, if you're putting some schlub that you can't endorse over your secretary of state uh, as, uh, as your vice president, then you obviously didn't take that seriously at all. You should have named mm -hmm. her or somebody else. Yeah. Here's what Obama said about his friend Hillary, though. She was a formidable candidate in 2008. She was a great supporter of mine in the general election. She was an outstanding Secretary of State. Bullcrap. She is my friend. Bullcrap. I think she would be an excellent president. Bullcrap. Uh, well, the one thing I can say is she's going to be able to handle herself very well in any conversations or debates around foreign policy, he says. Now, yeah. So is Biden, right? I mean, that was why he was brought under the ticket in the first supposedly. place. Supposedly. Yeah. Yeah. I, again, like, uh, this, if he endorses her, I think it, it's for sure... That Biden won't run. won't run. I don't think he will endorse her until she's the nominee. I think you know, very good possibility that she just he just stays out of it. But it's like when if your vice president is running, you should be endorsing them. Should be campaigning. No, for you're them. right. I mean, it, it, the theory should be this is the guy in your mind who's the next best after you to take over. So yeah, absolutely, you should endorse your vice yeah. president. Um, like, apparently, he doesn't have uh, uh, Hillary does not have a lot of fans, um, or at least. As some people who are not fans in Brooklyn uh, with this uh, anti-Clinton street art. Have you seen this? Mm -hmm. um, this is uh, some of it. Uh, can we show? Uh, don't say secretive. These are just posted up all over Brooklyn. Don't say ambitious. This is a, don't all say the words entitled. you're not supposed to call her. Right. She looks good in that picture, though. I will say. Yeah. Much better than in real life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so there you go. Um, I wonder if this is the same artist. What was the artist? I can't remember who, what the guy's name was who was on. What was that? Steve. Sabo? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe it's his. It looks it like his type of work, I don't, although no. I don't know if it's him or does. not. Uh, Hillary, of course, not the first, not by any stretch of the imagination, woman to run for president. There's been many. Uh, and the first one, first woman known to run for president of the United States, any idea? Yes, uh, Victoria uh. Woodhull. <laughs> okay, not you. Oh. 
opinion. I have the list right here, so it was easy for me to answer. It, yes, right. That's why I oh, didn't okay. want you to okay. be the one to answer, but <laughs> thanks for doing that. You're welcome. One of the leading feminists of the 19th century, she made her bid in 1872 Wow! as part of the Equal Rights Party. Now, that's before women could vote. <laughs> so she couldn't vote for herself. So she couldn't vote for herself, nor could any women vote for her, uh, but she ran anyway, apparently, and uh, obviously... Uh, did she win? She did not win. She didn't win. She did not win. We can confirm that now. She was notorious among traditionalists for a strong universal suffrage campaign, her belief in free love. Wow. So very Je uh, Jeffy-esque wow. campaign here. Yeah. Okay, so she believed in free love, being the first woman to start a newspaper, and being the first woman to start a Wall Street brokerage. She further inflamed the establishment by selecting Frederick Douglass, African-American politician and former slave, as a running mate. Apparently without his permission. Well. <laughs> she carried none of the states, and whether or not she appeared on any ballots is debated. Hmm. We don't have any ballots from 1872? Come on. Now, uh, Anna, surprising, actually. Yeah. You'd think we'd have some. We would. Um, I also, and I've said this many times, we need to have a president named Belva. How many times have you said, heard <laughs> oh him say that? Oh, my god! People get sick oh of me my, saying it. I'm tired of it, uh, frankly. Uh, it's been your thing since the late 40s. Late 40s, yeah. And actually... Uh, you said that first <laughs> in, in, in 1947. 1947. We don't have any uh, words of mine before that, although I was saying no. that in the 1880s. People Were you really? That. Yeah. yeah we didn't. Okay. Belva and Lockwood was the reason for that. Uh, now, now you're telling me you don't want this woman as your president? Look how hot she is. Come on. That, if that no, no, come on. You're, you're, this is a Victoria's Secret model, right? Yep. No, no, it's Belva Ann Lockwood. She spent years <laughs> as an educator. Uh, she was campaigning for equal pay regardless of gender. Is there the any woman educators. from that time period that looks good in a photograph? I don't no. think so. They <laughs> no. all look like nasty, mean men. Yeah, there's a, a running <laughs> joke in that movie, um, A Million Ways to Die in the West, uh, that came out last year, in which they say that if everyone in the era basically believed if you smiled in a photograph, you would, like, die or be possessed by Satan or something. Because you look at every, They're yeah, never smiling in this right, era. Now, never. I know life was awful, mm -hmm. but they are never smiling in photographs in this era. It's right. true. They're all pissed that they didn't have iPads. That's true. <laughs> she was uh, 23 years old and her husband died, which would give me a, give you a reason. Uh, although I know um, I know one person named Amber Fisher would not feel forget. Uh, so she did something unusual. If she's 23 in that picture, life was hard. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> no, I guarantee you that. She did something unusual for any woman at the time. She went back to school and became a lawyer. Uh, she became mm. more unusual in 1884 and 1888 by running for president and the National Equal Rights Party. Uh, Same one as uh, what's her face. Yep, she's known for the first woman who appeared on the ballot, and she received 4,100 big votes at a time when women were not even permitted to vote. Mm. Okay, then there was uh, Margaret Chase Smith in 1964. So for about 80 years, women said, eh, no. Nah, we're right. all set. We're all set. 1964, uh, Margaret Chase Smith was one of the Republican Party's uh, nominees saying, I have few illusions and no money, but I'm staying for the finish. When people keep telling you, you can't do a thing, you kind of like to try. She won none of the states, uh, but she did capture 227,000 votes. And took In away 27 delegates at the Republican convention. That's nice. Huh? Uh, Shirley uh, Anita uh, Chisholm. Chisholm. Ch yeah, Chisholm? Shirley Chisholm. Chisholm. Heck yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah she was a big I one. I remember her. Um, she was a representative from New York. I do very much. Mm -hmm. uh, first African-American woman in Congress. Mm -hmm. Also ran the Democratic nomination. Yeah, pretty big history. Yeah. So I should know this one. Yep. Uh, with an all-woman staff, she ran a tough campaign on the slogan, Unbought and Unbossed. She withstood three assassination attempts during her campaign. Now, that I do not remember. Wow. Wow. Eventually uh, winning Louisiana, Mississippi, and New Jersey. In gesture of respect, Hubert Humphrey released his black delegates. That's actually... 
their sign of respect. It's, it's acting as if all... It's like this idea that, <laughs> well, you look like this person, you should vote for this person. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> there you go. It seems like a racist I'm, move. Oh, it right. definitely I'm not, was. I'm not releasing my white voters, no. uh, but you can have my black people. <laughs> I just got done. In fact, Shirley, I just got done telling all my black folks they can go ahead and vote for you. Yeah. That's, thanks, Hubert. Hubert. Uh, Another sign that no one named Hubert should ever be president. <laughs> now, Belva, yes. Belva, yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, here yes. it goes again. Belva, this. Uh, Belva. Jill, Jill Stein, in terms of votes, the most successful woman to have run in a presidential election, uh, except for a primary, uh, Jill Stein of the Green Party in 2012. Wow. In the 2012 election, she captured nearly half a million votes. She's been arrested numerous times in her career as an activist presidential candidate in the Green Party arrested while trying to enter the presidential debates in protest of the exclusion of third parties of the event. Yeah, and these third parties, uh, and, and I don't know if you can really say the Green Party is a third party. It's really more of a fourth or fifth party. She looks um, like a, a Green Party she candidate, does. doesn't she? But they have people running every single every single election. Like the Peace and, uh, the Peace and Freedom Party has some, uh, mm -hmm. runs a, a woman uh, usually, uh, the Socialist Party many times. Uh, there's a bunch of socialist and communist parties that run women as their candidates. And they get votes in the actual election, but Jill Stein actually got more than anyone else. Uh, you know, Cynthia McKinney ran one time as the Green Party yeah, nominee did. as well. Yeah. Um, and she was a former congresswoman, and, and that was in 2008, I think. And uh, apparently she didn't get as much as Jill Stein. I, I don't even remember talking about Jill Stein. I don't Stein. either. I, um, I couldn't have named her. No. I was thinking of, the other one I was thinking of that I thought they were going to include in this list was Carol Mosley Brown. Remember her? She oh, yeah, ran, yeah. In, uh, I guess, against, maybe in the Obama election, was it? Uh, she was in that field, I think, 2008. Maybe it was 2004. I, but I, I think it was, it was four. I think it was Clinton was yeah, era, wasn't it? Well, that would, uh, that not, would be, not have been the Clinton era. Bush. Or Bush. So she ran against Kerry? Carol Mosley Brown? Yeah, maybe. 888-727-BECK. Yeah. Kind of interesting, though. A little retrospective there on women uh, running for president. More Pat and Stu coming up. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, I love the fact that our president won't meet with, like, I don't know, his own cabinet. He won't meet with Republican leaders. He won't meet with uh, anybody who disagrees with his policies. But he will meet with virtually any nasty dictator or imam or supreme leader of any uh, totalitarian nation on earth. He's plenty happy to do that. And uh, he just sat down with Cuba's Raul Castro on Saturday in the first formal meeting of the two countries' leaders in half a century, ple pledging it's time for something new. Not something right, necessarily, but it's new. <laughs> so let's do it. That seems to be his theory. Doesn't even have to be right, it's just something. We've got to do something. Something new, something different. He's, it's always, well, we got to do something. We can't just leave it the way. That's what he's doing with the Iranian deal. Mm -hmm. Well, we can't just leave it the way it is. That's not working. We had to do something. No, you should finally do the right 
thing for a change. Well, I don't know about you. I'm okay, yeah. weirdo. But I know. I'll tell you this. I know. I was, uh, I was driving uh, this weekend, and I was trying to get to a particular uh, restaurant. Mm -hmm. And I came up to an intersection, and I wasn't sure which way to go, so I just turned. I just turned and accelerated. Was it new? It had to be something new because yeah. my current direction didn't get me to the restaurant. Okay. So I knew I just needed to turn in any direction and just And did you get to the right place? I did not. Okay, did but not. you did something. But I did something. And yeah. look, the old way wasn't working either. Yeah. So the fact that I made it worse and, and drove further away from the establishment is not really of any uh, consequence. Kind of a related story. I was hungry over the weekend and I had to eat something. Mm -hmm. So I found some rat poison underneath the sink okay. uh, that we usually feed to rats, yeah. and I just started eating it. Well, they eat it. They eat it. So. And I had to eat something. something. Mm -hmm. Was it the right thing? Probably not. I wound up in the hospital hmm. overnight. Uh, but if you had, but let, let's put it this way. If but you had, if I you did never, something, right? If you had never eaten anything, you also would have been in the hospital. Correct. Uh, That's it would the way have taken I looked a little at bit it. longer. Right. Um, but I mean, eventually, it would have happened, mm -hmm. right? Right. Wind up in the same place. So yeah. I had to do something. Anyway, he sat down with Raul Castro, and here's how that looked. This is obviously a historic meeting. Uh, no. Mm -hmm. The history between the United States and Cuba uh, is, uh, is a, uh, obviously complicated. Obviously. And... Mm -hmm. Over is, the years, is, a lot of mistrust has developed. I think that, uh, that uh, after 50 years of a policy that had not changed on the part of the United States, uh, it was my belief that it was Cuba for that amount of <laughs> And as a consequence, I think we are now in a position to move mm -hmm. uh, on a path towards the future uh, and leave behind move on a path toward uh, the future. Some of the uh, any path leads to the future. Circumstances of the okay. past. I got news for you uh, that have made it so difficult. Every path leads to the future. Our country's <laughs> we can disagree uh, with a spirit of so stupid, so uh, meaningless respect uh -huh. uh, and civility. Yeah. Civility, and that and, uh, over time, over time, it's possible for us uh, to turn the page. He's saying uh, he develop, wants to nuke you. I know, can we? <laughs> <laughs> and there they are with the. Uh, looks so special. Cordial handshake. That's really so special. Nice. That's nice. That's nice. It's a path that leads to the future. Is there a path that leads to the current or the past? I, not that I know of, but uh, <laughs> no, you know that's a great. It point. seems like you're going to get to the future no matter what. You know what it is? You know what that path is? What? Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. That's the that's path, path that leads to the, to the current or the past. To the past, okay. not the current. Not the current. The past. Is there a path that just lets us stay right here where we are? <laughs> no, you know what? No, <laughs> they no all path. lead to the future. No. Uh, so yeah. So there you go. And and I don't know. Is that a good moment? Uh, I can tell you who's going to make a strong argument that it isn't is Marco Rubio tonight. Um, Rubio at the Freedom Tower in Miami. Um, uh, obviously, is Cuban American. Um, his family. <coughs> he uh, can't run for president because he was born in Cuba. He wasn't born in Cuba. He was born here. <laughs> That's what they're saying though. Are they saying they're that too? They're already saying he's he can't run for president. He and. Uh, who else can't run? Cruz. Cruz, mm -hmm, of course. Run. But there's uh, there's a couple others Only who haven't Rand announced Paul yet. Only Rand Paul can run for president. Only Rand Paul. Mm -hmm. Bobby Jindal can't run for president. No. Yeah, Jindal's another Is one. Is he another one? Yeah. Yeah. And he was born in Louisiana, so I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe it was owned by the French. Yeah, Louis yeah exactly. Uh, he might be a lot mm -hmm. older than he looks. I'm illegal, not sure. An illegal purchase. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're, thank you. Mm -hmm, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, yeah, I, you know, I... I think he will make a strong case against this. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm a little torn on this one. I, you know, I understand why we did this at the time. Part of me, you know, thinks it hasn't been uh, successful, and part of me thinks that maybe I don't know that Obama's direction is the right direction, but maybe a different direction is um, is is uh, is okay. Well, we have to do something. 
what about the, have you tried this rat poison? It's really it's under a lot of people. I'm hungry right now. Should I really, try it? Try it. It's okay, really I'm really good. Something. Well, it's something. I can't say it's really good, but it is something. Okay. No, I honestly don't know. I mean, I don't know. Is this? I, mean, I don't I think care could, that much about. Uh, it's you not know, a big issue for me either. If, um, if they were if they were harboring Russian missiles, I would care a lot. Right, but they're not. Yeah, I mean, right look, now, it's up so. to them and and their future of of, of horror that they've yeah. created for themselves. Uh, the idea that you know people. The other thing they always say is, well, this isn't working. It hasn't. It isn't working. We've been trying this this whole time. It isn't working. Is it not working? I mean, we did put together a policy uh, to stop communism. Is communism? Look at look at around the world. You have two states that will admit they're communists at this point: North Korea and Cuba. Maybe a little bit of China, but they're not really telling the truth anymore. I mean, communism as a uh, a, a policy that is advocated for seriously on a global scale is essentially dead. Now, of course, statism continues to rise. Different things, uh, you know, certainly our country has gone in that direction. There's a lot of countries moving in that direction. Socialism's still alive and well. But hardcore communism, which at the time was a legitimate threat to take over global politics, uh, because of this policy, Cuba has not thrived and is not spread really throughout that region. Um, uh, is it completely without merit, that policy? I don't think that it's true. The question is whether you believe that we should have that policy at all or just go with, look, just trade with who we want to. There, communism is going to fail on its own anyway. Um, I think that's probably true. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm, a, I'm in the – it's not a huge issue of passion, but you will see a lot of passion from Marco Rubio and oh, yeah. a, a real case made against this policy. And this is a, a point of separation between Ted Cruz, uh, Ted Cruz Rand Paul, and, uh, and, um, and Marco Rubio. Yeah. Um, because Cruz and Rubio do not agree on this at all. Um, so they are – Oh, is Cruz okay wide. with, with uh, Obama I'm doing sorry, this? I'm uh, sorry, Paul and Rubio. Yeah. Yeah, Rand Paul is. Uh, there's a big separation there. Cruz, yeah. I believe, is on more on Rubio's side, if I'm I not think mistaken. So too. Yeah, almost all um, Cuban Americans are. Yeah. Um, but uh, for his part, uh, Raul Castro, of course, attacked the United States' imperialist aggression in Latin America, blah, blah, blah. All of this. You know, here we are sitting down, president shaking hands with him. Meanwhile, uh, Castro goes off and refers to the U.S. wars, conquests, and interventions in the region saying through an interpreter that the country has been a hegemonic force that plundered territories throughout the Americas. But he absolved who, Obama of yeah, this. Right. It's not Obama's fault. But who have we ever plundered? What, what resources know. do we have to plunder? Jeffy? We don't have any plundering resources from, the, from Central and South America. Shut up. He's talking about your war, Jeffy. Shut well, up. People say that we plundered uh, when we... Uh, Attacked the island of Spice. When we stormed the island to save those people. Yeah. That we didn't attack. No. Well, I mean, did we take all their spices? I don't, I don't believe we tarragon. plundered. That's why I, tarragon. I, tarragon. The reason we have Tarragon All today. Tarragon came from uh, Grenada. That's why it was such, you know, mm -hmm. why we named it Urgent Fury, Pat. Okay. It was, it was urgent that we get the Tarragon. Because of the Tarragon? tarragon? You named it Urgent Fury because of Tarragon? Well, that was one of the reasons. Is that true? Okay. 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 All right. So anyway, uh, there you have it. Interventions to overthrow democratic governments in Latin America where dictators were installed in 20 countries, 12 of them simultaneously, according to Raul. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Obviously, they're pissed about the Bay of Pigs. You know, get over it. It was a long time ago. Okay? <laughs> Let's get over it. And, okay, they're a little pissed about the embargo. Okay, because they're driving cars from 1958 still. Get over it. And they're probably pissed about the Cuban cigar situation, which is... Yeah. Which is over, really right? Can you get them now? Time. Can you get a Cuban now? Oh, I... I 
I don't know that, but what but Pat's talking about is they're not they, they're not the, they're the not, standard they're not the anymore. Cuban cigars, probably because of the embargo, are. right? Yeah. yeah, they're not as good as they used to be. No, because the they don't have any of the equipment, that any of the fertilizer. They've Dominican. let the farms go. Yeah, it's all it's all Dominican and uh, some more out of uh, Central America that are. We should call Stronger Cigar Dave service. and uh, and check in on that and find he out. Wouldn't the the he wouldn't know the answer. Right. He's the probably doing it. Give you one. Cigar yeah. Dave is a you know, great guy. He'll host uh, in Tampa and he does a national show about cigars and other... Uh, <laughs> about cigars. Yeah. Well, and other, it is, yeah, Cigar Dave's show now is a, uh, a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It is. It's a lifestyle. It is. But I, I, I have to assume Thank he's you. doing like six months of shows in Cuba right now. <laughs> like, is he even leaving Cuba? I know. He's going <laughs> to be down there like with the, the finest cigars possible. Because they've been illegal for, what, 50 60 years yeah. or whatever and now they're I, I think they're not now is that right at least at least that's part of this policy whether it's kicked in or not i'm not sure yeah um, but we're getting lots of new stuff to smoke colorado you can go to get there cuban stuff coming in i mean this is gonna be oh, this I'm, is, sm I'm smoking everything that's you have available. been a big i All didn't realize it. you were All such a it. hardcore smoker but <laughs> big uh, that's uh, really i'll smoke anything you can wrap Really? Yeah. That's an interesting. We should test that. We should test that uh, thesis. Uh, by the way, uh, they just released uh, Obama and Biden's uh, tax. Uh, Yay! Uh, Did you, by the way, uh, file your taxes yet? I believe I'm filing late. Jeffy? I, I am filing late. Jeffy, have you, have you filed your 1994 taxes yet? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Seriously, when's the last time you paid taxes? What year? I pay taxes every day of my life. No, I'm not talking about sales tax. But Every Jeffy, day. I'm talking about filing your taxes. Are we on the Senate floor? No. You're not. I did no, get a call about Jeffy, though, and I've heard he has not paid his taxes. And let him prove that he has. Let he him hasn't. prove it. It's out there. It's out uh, there now. It's out there now. Have you filed or not? I have not. Uh, you and have I was not. thinking to myself, you know what would be nice? You're also doing a late thing? It's called an extension. Yeah, extension. Uh, That's what I'm doing. I had like 10 things come down at the, right at the same weekend mm -hmm. this, this last week this year. And, and this is a reason why I guess some people would file it before April 15th. Um, maybe that you would prepare in advance to get it out of the way. So it, if something came up late, right. but no, I had, I'm going to have to file an extension this year yet again. Yeah, me too. I've been like, I would say eight of the last 10 years gone extension. It, you know, if, if you worked it out to where you're getting a refund, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You can file care. whatever you please. They don't care. Yeah. They I mean, never they'll... want to give you that money back. No. The, oh, yeah. They don't care at all. I mean, and, and that's the way I have it set up because I don't want to deal with it. Yeah, me too. I, I'm just, I, I don't want to deal with it. Of course, I'm just giving them more of my money to make interest off of or pay. Yeah, it's a stupid thing to it's do. It's stupid. But and I, yet, I do it every year. It's a hassle and I don't want to deal with it. And I, I'd rather, I'm, you know, I, I have this weird, you know, this is obviously conspiracy theory to some degree. I understand that. I recognize that. But I have this weird suspicion that sometimes, like, the IRS would target a political opponent. You know what I mean? Like, they would look at... Yeah, this is oh, weird. Oh, I man. know like it's they ridiculous. Would give yeah, extra scrutiny yeah. to Republicans, or right? Something? Like, yeah, someone who's a conservative, <laughs> or so. so uh, based oh, on that crazy man. conspiracy theory that oh, no one would ever believe, oh, good I make golly, sure I'm well above and beyond oh, crazy. anything I can. Any question I can come up with when they, when every my accountant calls and she's like, oh well, you know. Uh, what do you think? You know, this is kind of a little bit of a borderline one. Do you want to claim this? No, I don't want anything. I don't want any questions. Mm -hmm. If anyone ever looks at my tax returns, I don't want anything that's borderline. I don't. I just don't. I don't understand it. Obviously, because it's mm -hmm. eighty-six thousand pages of code. I have no idea what right is when wrong is. I have to give it to an expert, and she tells me what I'm supposed to do. And you know, when it comes down to a borderline decision, I have to side with against myself. That's yeah. what this stupid system is set up. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it is. Uh, we'll tell you about the Obamas, and we'll see if we can find the Biden's uh, tax returns as well. Coming up on Patents 2.
Triple eight seven two seven deck. Of course, the only reason we're ever interested in uh, Obama's tax returns or Biden's is to see how charitable they are. Because frankly, they're the ones who keep saying that the wealthy are, you know, selfish and stingy, and the one percent only care about themselves, and they need to do more. And uh, okay, well, let's see if you put your money where your mouth is. And to give you a kind of a history reminder here, uh, um, but Obama gave nothing to charity his entire life until he started running for uh, until a big came, office, yes, a senator. And he yep. started giving some, and it ramped up considerably. It until, started at about four or five percent, and well, then it ramped up to about fifteen. Yeah, and, well, yeah, I mean. That's when he became president, was about yeah. what he's giving now. Yep. Um, as he was ramping up, as he got a, a bigger and bigger public eye, essentially more and more came uh, as far as percentage goes. Um, mm -hmm. Biden, on the other hand, is more consistent and uh, is not worried about gives his nothing. public opinion, never gives anything to charity. I don't think I've ever seen him above 3%, um, and usually he's less than 2% or 1%. Um, he just doesn't care. He does, that's not what he does. Uh, and, you know, I honestly give him credit for that. He's being... Actually, consistent, being consistent to the pro progressive ideal yep. that the government should do it all and he should do nothing. Um, I mean, it, you know, uh, that's actually the consistent position. So we get the new numbers from uh, Obama and Biden, and it tells a similar story. Obama, $477,000 in earnings. Is about one-twelfth of what he was making because he was in the 5.5 million range a few years ago when his book was when still selling. Book, yeah. Now he's down to his presidential salary essentially. Yeah, and a little bit more from and this includes Michelle. Yeah. She paid 93 uh, they paid 93,000 in taxes. What was I think it's 20% roughly. Um I think our 19.2% or something like that. Um paid another 22,000 in Illinois state income tax. Um also reported $70,000 of ch in charitable uh, donations about 15%. Uh, biggest donation yet again to the Fisher House, which is a good organization, mm -hmm. um, a military organization. Um, and so uh, there's that. Um, so very consistent there. Biden, the same story, Jeffy, right? He again did pretty give. close to the same story. He uh, gave uh, about two percent. So two. Yeah, uh, close. Wow. Seven thousand um, dollars. He <laughs> yeah. gave. He said here he made three eighty-eight, almost three eighty-nine, three hundred and eighty. And he gave seven thousand dollars. Yeah. Man. The guy, but again, he's consistent. If he believes, as Obama does, that this is the government's responsibility, why, why would you do it on an individual basis? You wouldn't. You'd pay your taxes, which they're doing, and then you'd expect the government to distribute the money however they see fit, right? Mm -hmm. if, you, if you believe, as we do, that individuals are responsible for charity, then you give uh, you know, whatever percentage of your salary you deem uh, appropriate. And so... Uh, it's interesting that he gives 2% every freaking year. He yeah, really buys less. into his progressive um, uh, ideology. So what are you going to do? I would say we, we're suspicious because a sign of him running would be, okay, now he's all of a sudden gave $50,000 to charity, which yeah. is not the case. Uh, so, I mean, I, there's no sign. Uh, that Joe Biden is running to the point of that insiders say he has set up absolutely no structure whatsoever to even potentially run. Um, you know, they are some 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 of his supporters say, well, in theory, he could put it together last minute because he's the vice president. It would be pretty easy. 
Um, but he, he does not seem to be taking any steps. Uh, the only thing that happens now on the Democratic side, is it interesting or not, is does Hillary, uh, does she implode? If Hillary implodes, I mean, it is frantic run for, mm-hmm. uh, for power. Um, but right now, I mean, if Hillary... Right now, they seem to be just be ceding it to her. Yeah, it's They hers. seem to be ceding the nomination to her. And maybe that's what they promised her. When she bowed out in, in uh, you know, before, when she lost before, they're like, okay, we're going to put all our eggs into the Obama basket this time. But in 2016, you're the one. And we will clear the path for you. And maybe they've done that. Mm. I don't know. Maybe. Looks like it. Yeah, sure does. More of Pat and Stu is on the way. Lucky you. Yeah. Lucky you. Fortunate. You are really, really fortunate. Pat and Stu. So the uh, MTV Movie Awards for last night, I guess, huh? I missed them. <sighs> Darn it. Do you have it on DVR? No. It's, like, it's only happened to me about 30 other times, too. <sighs> Darn it. All the times? Yeah, every, like every time. It's only happened it's every the worst single time. Every I know. year this happens to you. I try so hard. Okay, this year, man, I'm, I'm watching the MTV Movie Awards and then, uh, no, it doesn't happen. Hmm. So you see typical. him? You, you saw him, surely. Did not. Did not. Surely, uh, Jeffy, you. I will say I do live in a household in which it is on the DVR, however. Oh, yeah? It is, yes. Uh, Lisa I, yeah, records that? Oh, yeah. yeah, but yeah. I, didn't, I did not watch any of it. I do. Uh, I love Amy Schumer, who was the host of it this year. Well, who doesn't? Uh, who doesn't love Amy Schumer? I'm sure people who know who she is love her dearly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> however... I'm not a person who knows uh, who she's she is. She's a comedian. Uh, very, in any very way. funny. Very funny. Is she? Uh, very you know, very yeah. uh, edgy. Uh, would, I, would I know where to look at her? Uh, I don't know. I say she's very much at the beginning of her uh, sort of big. She's kind of, she, she has a show on Comedy mm-hmm. Central. I heard she was on. Her history was she was on Last Comic Standing a long time ago. Um, uh, and uh, she. Another I don't think show she I watched. Won. Not quite religiously. <laughs> right. But I mean, yeah. it, you know yeah. the show. You know of it. Yeah, I, I know right? of it. So she was on it. I don't think she won. Um, but then she she made a lot of appearances. I heard her on, I think, Opie and Anthony uh, over the years. She became. She was on mm-hmm. that show a few times and heard her. She was really funny. Uh, and then um, uh, she wound up getting a show on Comedy Central, which is a, a sketch show on Comedy Central. Again, mm-hmm. very edgy stuff, mm-hmm. and not necessarily everyone in this audience would appreciate it. Mm-hmm. However, she, you know, uh, I've seen her live a couple of times. She's really funny, and she's she's getting a uh, like starring role in some Judd Apatow movie coming out uh, this year, mm-hmm. um, which are obviously uh, roles that people do clamor for in the in co- uh, comedy world. Uh, so she's you know, seemingly a rising star. Uh, was named to host it. I don't know how she did though. I didn't see any of it. Yeah, I do like her though. Um, but I guess uh, Robert Downey Jr. was there and uh, won he was. the award. And I guess he had some uh, interesting advice for people. Here he is. And that 34 years that have passed since the birth of MTV, I have uh, I've grown up. I've struggled. I failed. I've succeeded. I've partied way too much. Did you Therefore, the way too much part on that. Yeah, yeah I like that. I've squandered, resisted, surrendered, repented, labored, begged for second chances, and literally clawed my way to the top. So I invite you to dream big, work hard, keep your nose clean, 
be of service, and yes, because you can, define your generation. Mm. Okay, powerful. Yeah, look, I, I like Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> I like him too, generally. He does not uh, support the political... Uh, yeah, he, uh, he, he doesn't seem to support people who believe as he does. He's called, uh, yeah, seemingly. He, he's called so. himself conservative before. Yeah, However, not. he's definitely yeah, he's not, not conservative. No, uh, he but is not. But on certain things, maybe he is. Maybe uh, he's conservative about jail time. I don't know. Maybe he thinks, you know, let's be conservative on the amount of time you give me after I wake up naked on heroin in somebody's bed. I mean, Maybe that's what who he's isn't a fan about. of being conservative at oh, that yeah. time? Oh, yeah. I mean, we're, we all are. When we that happens. Are, right? Because how many me. times? Three times last week alone for you? And that was the thing. He has such a great story. And, and, he does. And he doesn't, you know, like he, I think he does uh, maybe more than many people in Hollywood. He probably is more conservative than. Relatively however, speaking, yeah. he probably is. Yeah, he's probably a normal Democrat. Barack yeah. freaking Obama. Right. Like, that's what I'm saying. He's probably a normal Democrat <laughs> as opposed to a communist, which Sean right. Penn is, right? right? I mean, like, yeah. that's probably, in his world, he probably is the conservative guy. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, he's he, still. And he probably has no idea uh, where Barack Obama stands on any issue that he would be interested in. That'd be my guess. Maybe. They're all uh, morons. I don't know. He's a, he's a smart guy. I don't feel like he's a guy that doesn't do any research. They're political anything. morons. I mean, you can be smart, but be politically ignorant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And many people are. Many, 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 many people are. Which is why we've had eight years of, we're going to have eight years of Barack Obama. Because people are just ignorant. They don't understand who he is. And it's not that hard to find out. You know, it's really not. 888-727-BECK. 888-727-BECK. Now I'm being told there was a positive police encounter that happened. Uh, late last week, that's impossible. No, uh, that what you're happen. talking about is a shooting of an unarmed black man okay. by 65 white people who surrounded him with machine guns. And just riddled him uh, like, a little bit elevated like Sonny Corleone on yeah. The Godfather. Yep. Yeah. It, it hit him with so much gunfire, it literally lifted him off the ground and in the air against his car. He was like, his feet came off the ground because he was hit by so many bullets. Mm -hmm. Here's a look at it. It's, careful, I caution you, this is going to be ugly. I made my left turn, oh my gosh, and I proceeded through the median until I got to the turning lane. Yeah. An officer pulls up behind me, throws on his lights. Shot you After dead. understanding that he was there for me, mm -hmm. um, I pulled off to the side. Nasty and he came up down. and he said, uh, "How you doing?" Yada yada yada. So the reason I pushed over is for improper use of the median. Um, he uh, told me what I did. Asked for my license and my registration. You. I gave that to him. He left for a while. Mm -hmm. Now, I will say that while he was gone, um, and while he was with me, I made sure my hands were on the steering wheel. I made sure to speak very politely, as I always do. What? Um, I did what he told me to do. I handed me information, and I sat there, and I waited, and I turned my music down. Um, mm -hmm. A few minutes later, the guy comes back, hands me my stuff, and he explains, you know, the median needs to be open for emergency vehicles, blah, 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 blah. I was in the wrong. I didn't realize it. I just did it mm -hmm. out of habit. Right. Um, he gave me a warning, and I was about my way. Now, the a point warning. of this is to say that I am an African-American male. This gentleman was Caucasian. There were no problems. Look. He did his job. I did what I was supposed to do, and that was it. You know, I need. I feel like people need to understand that not all officers are crooked. Not all officers what? are racist, bad people. What? And Liar. not all people who get... Uh, shot or tased or arrested by officers are innocent victims. Racist. You know, 
Hater. Just because you're black doesn't mean you're a victim. Just because you're Liar. white doesn't mean you're a racist. Just because you're a cop doesn't mean you're a bad person. This world really needs <clears throat> to stop putting labels on people and things and see them as who they are. People doing jobs, doing things. Ignorance has no color. God doesn't see color. Why should we? Hmm. Nice. That's a 22-year-old awesome. Will Stack. Good that's stuff awesome. there. Yeah, that's great. That's good stuff. That really is. Uh, and so necessary. I mean, yeah. we're seeing all kinds of videos that make the cops look really bad. And in, in some cases, rightly so, like where the black man is shot in the back eight times or however many times the, the officer hit him with mm -hmm. the fire. And, you know, that uh, to me, that is straight up murder as he's being charged with. But the thing about that uh, incident is he is being charged with murder right now. Well, that's as it should be. Then you got the story of the... Uh, the guy who stole a horse and was uh, galloping away, trying to get away from police, they chased him for three hours. First of all, it started in a car. He ran out of gas or something, stole a horse, <laughs> took that into the mountains, <laughs> eventually winds up getting bucked off of the horse. And then uh, two cops catch up to him. He's laying face down in the dirt, puts his hands behind his back, has his legs and arms spread, they come up and start kicking him where he lives and in the face. And, and then they just start beating on him with their fists. And they are just wailing on him. A bunch of other cops join him and they start wailing on him. Uh, you know, so they look really bad there, too. All ten of those cops have been suspended. Um, but fortunately, in that particular case, it was a white guy who got beaten. So, you know, yeah, you, I, you, you've come to the point now where you actually root for it yeah. to be. Uh, thank you um, for it being uh, for beating yeah. a white guy because uh, white lives don't matter. Yeah, we they know don't. that, uh, we know and that. that's sad. Uh, it yeah. should we shouldn't care uh, who's being beaten. If, if there's a, is a case of uh, injustice, that we should you know root against it no matter what the color is. But you just don't, I don't want to deal with the rest of it. Right. Uh, you know, same thing that I know, um, uh, which is why they're not talking about that story. Yeah, because it was a white guy. Yeah. So the media has pretty well left that one alone. Yeah. I know it's just—it's not even a story. But look, I'm—you know—if the—if the police officers did something wrong, again, this is mo the most important thing you can do. If you're—if you're a supporter of the police, is call out people who on, or are part of the police force and do something wrong. Uh, we talked about um, how many times after 9/11, Muslims uh, who are good, normal, upstanding members of the society not coming out and being hard enough and mm -hmm. speaking out against Muslims who are not upstanding members of the society. You—it's your. Uh, if you are a person who supports a particular group, it is your uh, responsibility more than anybody else to call out your group. It's easy to call out the other group. It's easy for us to call them out and, and tell you about how dumb things Democrats do every day. And sure, we'll do that. I mean, they, yeah, uh, they do it and we'll report it. But when it comes to the idea of a Republican, Lindsey Graham comes out uh, and is, you know, wants to run for president. We're going we're to take him down because he uh, sucks and he's been <laughs> wrong on so many issues so many times. Mm -hmm. Just because he's got an R next to his name, I don't care. You know, right. uh, you know, right. I, you have to do that. It's the, the most important thing you can do as part of your group is to go after someone in your own group when they do something wrong. Now, look, you don't just willy nilly throw around accusations uh, of, of wrongdoing. Um, but and you don't always that doesn't mean you side every time with the accuser in, in the when you go back to the police context. Um, but what you do is you say, look, when they do something wrong, we're not only going to go after them, we're going to go after them as hard as we possibly can. Mm -hmm. Because there's no room. Obviously, when you have an organization that has the right to shoot you if you do something wrong, uh, you know, license to kill, 
Uh, I mean, that's not exactly what they are, but, you know, to use the James Bond terminology, if you're licensed to kill, you better freaking make sure your ranks are pretty, uh, pretty tight. So there you go. You said a mouthful. Thank you you. might have said two mouthfuls. Really? Thank you. Yeah. Triple eight seven two seven back. I mean, you know, you didn't say enough for Jeffy mouthful because that would be like a ton of stuff that would go into that mouth. And so I don't think you rose to that level. Wait, why? I don't understand why you'd bring that up. Um, well, because Jeffy is is uh, overweight. Mm. So. <laughs> you didn't understand no, that. I didn't understand that. You didn't that. understand that when you told me that. And I need a clarification. That's all. Okay. <laughs> Can we not clarify something? No, that's if there's fine. A, a misunderstanding? No, 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 that's fine. Okay, good. All right. You know, this is Jeffy. Just who comes surprise. Out. The reason we use that uh, that overweight word is because Jeffy said it uh, years ago, criticizing uh, one of our great presidents, William great, Howard Taft. Great president, <laughs> William Howard Taft, the one who's always named along with the greats. You know, you think Washington, Lincoln. you think Lincoln, you think Jefferson, you think Taft. He's right there. Right there. And then you're going Polk. And then, you know, probably William Henry Harrison in there somewhere. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Never I mean, will. obviously. He's going to be. Obviously. And then, uh, you know, so James Garfield, you got to think his six month tenure was probably among the greats, right? Triple eight, seven two seven back. Also, uh, an orphan whose tragic story went viral after he stood before a church congregation in 2013 and he pleaded, is that right or should it be pled? For a family to adopt him will officially be welcomed into his former caseworker's family later this month. Uh, Davian Navar, Henry Only, 16 years old, made headlines after he stood before parishioners at St. Mark Missionary Baptist Church in St. Petersburg, Florida, and delivered a heartbreaking appeal for a family to officially take him in. Uh, he had spent his entire life in foster care. Here's a look at him now. Mm. Um, he didn't find a family inside the church. Connie Bell going, the caseworker who started working with the child when he was just seven, will become his legal guardian on April 22nd. Only has been uh, spending weekends with her and her children. An adopted 14-year-old son named Taylor, two daughters, uh, Carly, 17, Sydney, 21, since August. His former caseworker began taking steps to adopt him back in December. So nobody in the church took him in, but the caseworker did. That's really nice. Yeah. And look at he's uh he likes Chinese food or buffets. Jeffy, uh, favorite this is animal your guy. Yeah, this is your guy. Mm-hmm. Favorite subject is science. His favorite movie, Leprechaun. Okay, I uh, try not to hold that <laughs> against him. <laughs> that is a hilarious favorite movie. Yeah, Leprechaun. That's a first. Hey, I don't know. I mean, maybe one of the sequels. <laughs> you know, sure, Leprechaun two. Yeah, yeah but maybe. Leprechaun the original. No. <laughs> And he wants to be a police officer. What? So he can beat up uh, black people? I guess so. That's that what, what police is? officers do. Mm-hmm. That is what police officers do. We know that for a fact. <laughs> All right. Triple eight seven two seven back. Uh, more patents do is inevitable. Would be my guess. Funny you didn't mention Leprechaun Three Reborn. Oh, it was, yeah. Reborn was a good. It was a good piece of the puzzle. But I didn't was he Reborn? The Leprechaun? Yeah. But he was dead, and then he was yeah, and then he alive again. Thus, Reborn. Is this the food break? Uh, no, no. Yes, like we have a food break. break. Yes, we have a food break. Is this spoons? Wow. Is it? Hello? 
we we have a section I mean, I, here called eat it cake balls so where are they this is <laughs> pepperoni Triple eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. The funny thing about it, th there's no other show in America, including on the Food Network, where a, a segment can be produced with the prep that just says "in studio cake balls." That's what it says on our. <laughs> that's it. Mm -hmm. It just we're just supposed to know mm -hmm. the deal, and I love that about this program. Um, so we have um, first. Let's talk oh, about no, 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 you, Andrew. Do oh, not oh, you do not leave cake balls over there with Jeffy. They're, they're no, probably this, already gone. Did, this is that the, might be the dumbest thing you've the, ever done. There's, there's no cake balls over here. <laughs> there's probably no, not anymore. There's no cake balls over here. I don't know what you're talking about. Wow, wow. Were you, were you doing a story? Mm -hmm. uh, we were. Um, so, I love this story. Yeah, I love this story. You do. You have a jihad against these people right now. Orthorexia nervosa. Mm -hmm. It's the health food eating disorder so now eating healthy is so obsessive for some people it's become an eating disorder yeah raw food and paleo dieters specifically are the ones uh, cited yeah. now paleo um excuse us what are you doing oh, you yeah. are taking that away from you right now what? i will not There's stand no. for this i will not stand for it hey, hey. you tried to hide it Bastard. Uh, there aren't any more cake balls, though. Wait, what? They're, they're gone. But I can smell they're them. They're gone. Right. No, you're smelling what I just ate. The, the aroma still lingers. So. Now, some would say that we have a problem with eating. Um, <laughs> it's are not, you eating the It's problem? not this, You're though. both eating. We haven't even gotten to the story yet. <laughs> and you're both eating. You guys are unbelievable. There's a story on cake balls? Um, there's an idea that you can have an unhealthy obsession with eating proper food, eating clean. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you can't have anything in your body. Uh, we, well, we know this in some way with Glenn. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, obviously, his doctors have told him to do it, so it's a little bit different. But, like, he can't have, you know, a piece, a bite of one of these cake balls. He can't. Can't have anything. Not even a bite. Not even a bite. So he sits here while we eat in front of him. And, of course, we like this because it tortures him. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of why we're here. Mm -hmm. uh, generally, it's part of our job description to torture Glenn. Um, yes. But it is one of those things that if you're doing this and you don't need to do it, uh, you know, psychiatrists are now saying eh, this could be an actual problem. And you can see, obviously, you, know, you look at us and you say, wait a minute, you guys look like you're pretty obsessed with what you eat and, and eating clean. And, and yeah, right. sure. I mean, yeah, yeah you look, but we, you know, look, we you look are at these specimens. You what? look at the specimens oh, yeah. that are before you. Oh, and, of course, you think, oh, my gosh. You're going to think, what do you, you guys probably never eat anything other than egg whites and broccoli. Right. And, the, and uh, kale. And a little, a tad, a little quinoa, bit of kale. Some quinoa. Quinoa and kale. Yeah. I mean, that's probably my obsession right now. I'm, I'm just too into the kale quinoa thing. Mm -hmm. And I eat it continually. I'm like, where's the kale? Could I get some more quinoa, please? And I'm continually yelling that at you home. You can't. And that's something and, you can't uh, just quit gold. No, you can't. No. I mean, you start, you start to not eat kale anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You go through nasty withdrawals. I tried that with seaweed. <laughs> withdrawals. No, Vomiting. Yeah. Bad. Bad. Headaches. Bad. Jeffy. Yeah, fatigue. Dry mouth. Jeffy, about 70% of his diet is celery. You <laughs> 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 are just so healthy. It is. I look love at celery. Yeah. I mean, look at you. I love celery. Why yeah. do you? No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Look at you. Just look at you. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at you and you would know. Or did you just like, take another bite of a cake ball? This is a little celery what? right here. No. <laughs> it's just mean, show it. Why don't you talk? Why are you chewing? What are you chewing? <laughs> I'm not. 
is unreal. Um, there's a blurry line separating normal, healthy eating and orthorexia, mm -hmm. nervosa. But one way to uh, define the condition when eating healthy uh, causes significant distress or negative consequences in a person's, person's <clears> life. <throat> have you dealt? I, that's what I have. That's what I have. If I can't get quinoa and well, kale, my finger. I get all crazy about it. You what with well, your finger? I cut my finger. You cut your finger. It's not Why that you're just you bite jamming into it? food in your mouth. <laughs> While I'm reading about eating disorders. <clears throat> well, I cut my finger. That's why my finger was in my mouth. Okay. Unbelievable. Um, so you've got that. You've got, uh, I don't know. I, it's, a, it's, it's a big deal, I suppose. Um, and I think you can really depress yourself. I, this is a big deal. Like if you 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 go off your diet for a weekend uh, or whatever, and then you're all depressed and you want to kill yourself, that's that can be an issue. Yeah, this can be an issue. <laughs> yeah, an issue yeah. Yes, it can be a considerable issue it, in your it well-being. Can. It um, can. So for that's sure. a problem. Um, uh, but we have a healthy uh, situation here where we're willing to once in a while uh, try a cake ball. Like it's so nice of us to sample there. Mm -hmm. I'm the only one who hasn't sampled it yet, by the way. So. What do you mean? We have cake balls? Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. What? Let me see the cake balls. Because mm -hmm. I didn't realize we had those. The cake balls? Hi. Did you make those? Mm -hmm. I'm, I made the cake balls. Nice. Sir. The, I came to uh, see. I'm taking requests for Wednesday. Ah, yes. <laughs> okay. What's Wednesday? We have requests now? Cake yeah. ball Wednesdays. You didn't hear about cake that? Oh, Wednesdays. no. There's a new policy um, called cake ball Wednesday. <laughs> really? Uh-huh. Yeah, we implement it. It's a good policy. Mm -hmm. It's for science. These are really good. Really good. They're really good. Did you really make good. them or? I did. Delicious. Just talking to Jeffy's chest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Get really close to his nipples and begin to speak. <laughs> I did make them. Okay. Um, and what flavor are these? They're <laughs> they are funfetti. Mm -hmm. okay, Vanilla yeah. funfetti. They're really freaking Fun good. Mm -hmm. so I what? thought you guys would like the hot pink. I thought. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Mm -hmm. That's good. So what's uh, what's the flavor for next week? Anyone got any suggestions? Uh, you can do anything. Yeah. Anything. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, let yeah. me get this right. Today is what day? Monday. So two days from now is Wednesday. Why are we considering next week? I thought this was Wednesday. So. Okay, so we're going to have Wednesday and then next week too? Well, we'll see about next week. Mm. Okay. I'll, I'll get back to you guys on that one. Why? <laughs> um, chocolate's always... Need to do? I don't... Yeah. Chocolate, okay. caramel... Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I'm into all Salsa that. caramel. Yeah. Oh yeah. Red velvet's what I brought last week. Red velvet oh, was really good too. Mm -hmm. okay. This is all good. You just keep bringing them. How about this? Four or five times a day. Yeah. You bring in a new batch of cake. <laughs> we'll, we'll I'll come in on it. my days off too. Mm -hmm. yeah, okay. Yeah, bring them in. Days off. Yeah. Uh, like yes. Hourly deliveries are fine, and then we'll just we'll taste test them all. We'll get back to you for the official Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. That'll work. It. Got right. it. She's got it. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's a tremendous idea. Right. Do you like? You seem to like when when people come in and just talk into your chest. You okay. Don't mind. Okay. A little weird. A little weird. In, in my personal opinion. Why? I notice you never let anyone have a microphone. You just, hey, talk to the to microphone. Well, there's microphone. a microphone right here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> notice that. Creepy. Um, okay. And uh, this is an interesting one uh, from Carl's Jr. Uh, pepperoni pizza fries. Mm. Jeff, have you had these yet? No, but ask me tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Wait a minute. That's just, Look at that. Just put a bunch of pepperoni on top of a pile of fries. Right. And come cheese. On, and cheese. Oh, wow. And sauce? What'd you say, too? You got the, I hope maybe. Not. the sauce would ruin it. What? No, I don't know about that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. This is a Spoons that. episode. Yeah, this is definitely a Spoons episode. Natasha, can we do a Spoons episode of these without, you know, for me now, I'm probably going to eat the, oh, it's only in Southern California. Okay, that's all right. Just get a flight. Um, mm -hmm. Just uh, get, get a private jet or something, charter something for yourself. Uh, put it on Jeffy's tab. 
So they're doing it in about a dozen of the restaurants in Southern California, mostly in the Anaheim area. It, it kind of looks like a mess, but it's messy good, according to the uh, chief marketing officer at Carl's. Customers have compared the taste to pizza with a French fry crust. Well, well that's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The ingredients are fries, natural cut with skin on, pepperoni. Oh. Pe yeah, they do have pizza sauce and the mozzarella oh, cheese. Yeah. Two thirty-nine for an order of those. That's not bad. That's pretty good. That's pre oh, that I, I mean, really I, good. I'm not that huge a pepperoni fan, but I, I would try that. Well, I mean, it's just pizza. I'd try it. Yeah, you're it's... not a big pizza guy. No. I'm Shockingly. Not. I mean, I liked it, but it's not my favorite Oh, food. man, did I eat a lot of pizza this week? <laughs> I was in really? Connecticut. And the one thing that I cannot get here in Texas is, is great that greasy, yeah, gross great New York-style pizza. Fantastic it. pizza that everyone uh, loves except Pat. And, uh, no, I mean, it, it is, I think, the best pizza out there, the Northeast pizza. Yeah, if you, if you love car cardboard with a little tomato sauce on it, there's nothing better. I mean, greasy, greasy cardboard with some tomato sauce on it. Oh, it's delicious. It's funny because mm. there's not a lot of uh, uh, Helena-style pizza stands around uh, every other part of the country. There does seem to be a lot of New York-style pizza restaurants around the Because people don't know better. They don't know any right. better. Yeah. It's, people they are don't dumb. don't know any better. Spoken people by a stupid. true progressive, the people, people are, are dumb, stupid. the they market doesn't work, they and the people are dumb. don't know what's good for them. <laughs> now, I, I love that pizza, so I went up there, and, and the thing I love about it more than anything is you can have, like, 12 pieces of it, you know, because it is thinner crust. It's not like mm -hmm. the Chicago style, which you have one piece, and it's like three meals for hum normal human, Jeffy, not you. You're making a face. One piece. Yeah, I know it's weird, but it's thick. It's like a how big is it? It's like a birthday cake thick of just bread, and then they put the the pizza on top. And I will the one thing I will never get over with Chicago style pizza is putting the toppings on top of the cheese or uh, putting the sauce on top of the cheese. Yeah, I don't. Like That's that. just wrong. That's I think we can all come to that conclusion. I'm gonna get consensus on that. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you like the sauce on top of the cheese? No, I don't. That's wrong. No, I don't. We're at a consensus like, on that. Godfather's does that, right? Godfather's pizza. Yeah, that's Chicago style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that's not my favorite thing. No, I mean, I, I like it. It's okay, but I, I like it the other way. Yeah. yeah. So the cheese goes on top, and then you have the it toppings does. on top of that. Yeah, it does. I mean, this is America. I think we worked that one out. I think we've, I think okay. we've, not, we've mastered this. Yes. Okay. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents to coming up. Where are the cake balls? Uh, right cake balls are right, right there. Here. Where's the pizza? They're right here. Through this segment, if you would. Why? <laughs> I'm really interested in your take on uh, cartoon characters and their mental stability. I don't really have a take on that. Hey, see if you do. Rethink <laughs> that a little bit. All right. Um, <laughs> a site called sciencedump.com. Never heard of it, but uh, they, I love it. I love sciencedump.com. You might after this. This is a pretty, pretty cool segment. Uh, in which they have uh, come up with the uh, mental disorders of all of your favorite cartoon characters. Oh For example, SpongeBob SquarePants, uh, they believe he has Williams Syndrome. 
He has uh, what? Williams syndrome. What is Williams with syndrome? Williams syndrome. Walk me have, through what Williams syndrome. That's is. what I was, I was trying to do, okay. and, you, and you just interrupted right. to ask me to walk Williams me through syndrome? it. Williams syndrome. Yes, uh, they have. What is Williams syndrome? <laughs> <laughs> An apparent lack of social inhibition, and tend to use speech that is rich in emotional descriptors, high okay. in uh, what is it? Uh, exaggerated Prosody. rhythm, like pro, prose. Like, you yeah, know. like that's. Uh, yeah. Uh, exaggerated rhythm and emotional intensity, and features unusual terms. Uh, okay. Individuals affected by Williams syndrome have high empathy, and the level of friendliness in people with Williams is inappropriate for the social setting. That is SpongeBob. I will so, say that it fits yeah, SpongeBob yeah, that pretty well. Definitely fits. He has that. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of Williams syndrome. I haven't either. Uh, but it's a real thing, apparently, right? I guess. Yeah. Huh. Now Homer Simpson. This one's definitely true. Intermittent explosive disorder. Uh, he does strangle his child. We have fairly, heard of this one before. Rationally. Or fairly regularly, excuse me. Uh, the condition is characterized by a failure to resist aggressive impulses, resulting in serious assaults or property destruction. Examples of this behavior, including threatening to or actually hurting another person and purpose purposefully breaking or damaging an object of value. That's a very Jeffy-esque, right. I would say. Very. Jeffy, you, you have that. Would you <laughs> <laughs> I've worked hard to get a, uh, to fight that. The uh, have you? Intermittent you're not, explosive it's, disorder. You're not overcoming that. Oh, we did that. just... Like you, I mean, you beat the hell out of anorexia oh my God. Uh, and bulimia. I would say it's almost but genocide. Yeah, it's almost genocide, but you've not been as successful with this one, I've noticed. So, uh, it's a struggle. Disorder number three is, uh, is for Pepe Le Pew. Uh, Pepe apparently has narcissistic personality disorder, or NPD. Uh, it's a personality disorder in which the individual is described as being excessively preoccupied with issues of personal adequacy, power, prestige, and vanity. Condition affects 1% of the population, um, including Barack Obama. It, was, <laughs> Wait, it doesn't say that. It was historically called megalomania, and it's uh, closely linked to egocentrism. Mm. And yeah. Barack Obama. <laughs> Up next, uh, this is uh, Charlie Brown. He has avoidant personality disorder. Or APD. Avoidant personality disorder is a mental health condition in which a person has a lifelong pattern of feeling very shy, inadequate, and sensitive to rejection. Oh, boy, he does have that. He yeah. does. You don't, he? Jeffy. Uh, you, no, you have a I real, do high, have that. real high tolerance for rejection, I've mm -hmm. noticed. Because everyone I've ever seen interact with you has rejected you. Well, not everyone. Okay. Pretty much everyone. Then we have, of Maybe. course, uh, Bugs Bunny. Someday you'll get a yes. Bugs Bunny has transvestic fetishism. Now, see, that can't be a disorder, can it? If you're a transvestite, wow. that, are, are we able to say that transvestic fetishism is having a sexual or erotic interest in cross-dressing, which hinges on dressing or masquerading in the clothes, especially underwear of the opposite sex? Now, Jeffy is, of course, afflicted by that one for sure. <laughs> right. He does have that. But that's. To me, for my money, that's not a disorder anymore. No, it can't be. In fact, suggesting that it is is hate. It, it's thank you. And thank you. you should be you should be forced to uh, produce your women's underwear for men. Mm -hmm. uh, you should be forced mm -hmm. to place them on men if that's what they want you to do. Yes. You should be forced to uh, constantly yes. attend to their every needs because they want it and you must do it. Right. Be or you are you a hater and you're going to prison. Now, Eeyore has dystemia. Stu, walk us through what dystemia might be. Sure, of course. I mean, you, you mean the, the thing that people with dystemia all, all generally experience little or no, no joy in their lives? That's the one. Things are rather gloomy most of the time. You may lose interest in your normal daily activities, feel hopeless, and have a low self-esteem. 
Those with dysthymia are also often thought of as being critical, constantly complaining, and incapable of having fun. Now, what's the difference between yeah. that and severe depression? The spelling of the word. Yeah, there's a, good, there's a dispelling difference for sure. Dysthymia right sounds more impressive. Yes, it, it does. does. It does. It? So. Uh, Glenn Quagmire obviously has a sexual addiction. Do we even need to... It's constantly, okay, the war, in the place where the war on women exists, one of the biggest liberals in Hollywood is constantly able to make raping women jokes on his own television show, and nobody ever notices. Uh, but mm. that's perfectly okay. Glenn Quagmire, uh, sexual addiction is best described as a progressive intimacy disorder characterized by compulsive sexual thoughts and acts. Uh, Jeff Fisher, like all addictions, is a negative impact on the addict and other family members increases as the disorder progresses. Over time, the addict usually has to intensify the addictive behavior to achieve all the same results Jeff Fisher. And is that from Family Guy? Uh, yeah, Family Guy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, which, again, I, don't, I think so comedy... Seth, should, what's his face? Seth MacFarlane, who's yeah. a huge liberal. And, again, yeah. I, don't, I, I don't want to edit his comedy. Mm -hmm. I have no use for that. I just would like... The, the same thing to be given to conservatives right. when right. they make jokes that may be tasteless sometimes, they are, uh, but that does not mean you should be thrown off television. And, and, and the same thing I would argue with Family Guy. He wants to make jokes about that stuff, who cares? Mm -hmm. uh, but don't act as if the right is engaging in a war on women when, you know, some of your huge donors and, and supporters in Hollywood are making millions of dollars off of rape jokes. Right. Because Glenn Quagmire essentially goes out every episode and rapes women, many of them underage. That's, it, that's his joke. Oh, you're kidding. Okay? Yeah. Really? That's his shtick. Jeez. And, like, look, it's, is it funny? No. Sure, it's funny. No, raping women is yeah, never funny. It's, raping women is never funny. You're right. Cartoons acting in ridiculous ways is funny. And I think, it's, I think it is funny. But, like, don't no. act as if, like, this idea, I mean, it's the double standard talk yet again. We've had 25 million times. Right. But it's absurd. You can't sit here and say, well, I can't believe that person uh, made a joke when you have these guys that you will accept in your close ranks and, and have them at functions with you and, and accept their donations when they're doing stuff like that. Yeah. You, the bottom line is you should not care about it from either side. It's comedy. It should exist in its own realm. But that's a whole other thing. It I sure is. Anymore? I know. Speaking so. of uh, cartoons, though, the Simpsons apparently have missed uh, some... Some important information about nuclear power plants really? that maybe they haven't covered in their 26 years. Uh, yeah, important things that, that they forgot to mention, uh, like everything like such as this. Um, how, how does it work? How does a nuclear reactor work? Before entering a nuclear plant, workers pass through uh, metal and explosive detectors, undergo biometric screening to confirm height, weight, and other physical characteristics. Before leaving, they're tested for radiation and full-body monitors. Uh, they do that every time? That's pretty amazing. Nuclear power plants create energy by splitting uranium atoms, a process called nuclear fission. fission. The action heats water, makes steam, and pushes turbines to produce electricity. In the U.S., 20% of the nation's energy starts in the control room of a nuclear power plant. I really didn't, I, is it 20%? Is it that high? Because that seems high for us now. Yeah, I think it's 80% in France. Yep. Am I right about that? It at least was a few years yeah. ago. I haven't checked that number in a while. They have something yeah. like 104 power plants or something, and we have, I don't know. 
I think we have we have as many few. power plants, but we don't have uh, it's not a as big a percentage yeah. um, of of our energy, which it should be higher. I mean, it, in any any rational society at this point, we should probably be getting all of our electricity from nuclear power plants. To be honest, one of the things they uh, they highlight on the Simpton, Simpsons <laughs> is uh, it is true the red shutdown button. Apparently, that is real. Mm -hmm. In case of an emergency, to manually shut down a reactor, you can push a big button, often labeled scram. As the story goes, this once stood for safety control rod axe man, a guy designed uh, designated to disable the reactor with an axe. <laughs> yeah. Once the button is pushed, the reactor ceases to operate almost instantly. The amazing thing about uh, The Simpsons and how long it's been on the air is that when it went on the air, there was a nuclear panic in which everyone was thinking, like the typical thing you said about nuclear power plants was, they're going to melt down, they're going to kill because everybody around Chernobyl them. had happened, care. what, a year before? Pretty, yeah, it was 86. 80s, and then maybe a couple years started before. started 89. Nine, something yeah, like that. Yeah. So, I mean, it was still in everybody's mind that it was a bunch of bumbling idiots that were going to blow up the world, these nuclear power plants. Since then, there's been essentially nothing. And, of course, Jeffy at this point will bring up his Fukushima conspiracy theories. However... <laughs> The point being uh, that nothing has happened. Uh, no one died at Fukushima, as you know. Uh, and uh, no one died uh, at Three Mile Island, as you know. Yeah, I was waiting for you to bring up the story that Stu uh, so conveniently ignored the other day. Mm -hmm. uh, it was late last week, I think, where it said, uh, Fukushima nuclear radiation has spread now to the West Coast. Oh, there you go. Yes. They've only been saying that since the day it happened. Yeah, and now it's happened. And it's now here. It ha now it's, it's here. It all and it's so much radiation up. that you're all going to get cancer. So and that's why inland. everyone on the West Coast is dead. There is no West Coast anymore. No uh, West Coast. Everyone's it's gone. Dead. It's actually, it's gone the now. nuclear radiation has melted California into the ocean today. We forgot to mention <laughs> that at the top of the show. Probably should have. Should have. Maybe. Maybe. We should have I mean, led I don't with know. that. We, that's our fault. Uh, we should have led with that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible job. Terrible job. Um, but oh, I, I would say, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we, Simpsons have been on long enough that it went from a, a panic to realizing that panic was maybe questionable to... Mm -hmm. Wait, nothing's happened for a really long time. To everything's actually fine. Why don't we build more of these things? To everyone going back into panic with Fukushima. Now back again into oh wait, crap, that didn't really didn't really do anything. Like it's yeah. it's that that's how long they've been on the air, and they continue to make the same anti-nuclear jokes throughout the entire time. I, I don't say, care. And I would say that, that probably has actually hurt the nuclear power industry. That show being as popular as it was with mm -hmm. those themes throughout it the entire time, bumbling idiots running uh, important safety equipment um, the, in, in Sector 7G. Um, the owner being an evil uh, man only concerned with profit, I mean, probably has legitimately hurt the chances. And, I bet it has. In effect, I legitimately hurt the country yeah. when it comes to our energy production. I bet it has. 888 beck more patents, too, is uh, coming up. Or it's legitimately saved lives. We didn't have a Fukushima here in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but I thought you thought Three Mile Island was a Fukushima. <laughs> oh, there's never been that one. Welcome, triple eight seven two seven back. We need to discuss um, something important on the air before we get Yes, we do. Okay, good. I was just told, I asked, is this story real? This can't possibly be real. And the answer legitimately was, Jeffy sent it, ask him. 
So I want to make sure I understand our producers are taking oh, information from Jeffy and mm. putting it in the prep as if that is a legitimate source. I will say. Why is that a problem? It is from the Daily Mail. And I, it's usually pretty reliable. I'm sure and it even is. Even if it isn't, okay. it's a great story. <laughs> Look, do not publish things that Jeffy sends Even if it isn't, it's a great story. It, no, it's not a great story if it's not true. <laughs> it's, it is not. Oh, yeah. It, it is a please, great sure story is. if it's oh, true. <laughs> because the Kazakhstan military, yep. in an effort to get more recruits, has unveiled their 123 prettiest soldiers. Really? Uh, they're trying to get more guys to sign up. All right, so let's take a look at some that they're promoting. Hey, got some beautiful women here you're going to meet in yeah, the military. Like, like, her. like her. Okay, okay. she okay. looks all right. She's not bad. All right. I mean, she's not a <laughs> raving beauty. But you wouldn't think she would make a hundred top 123 of a nation's <laughs> no, military. you wouldn't think so. Okay, but, uh, yeah, all right. All right, and then... Uh, Gets better. Um, hello. Yes. Mm, uh, hello. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is, is not the kind of hello I would use. No? I'd go like, hey. And then I'd... Really? Yeah. Hey, and then I'd run. Hello. Hello, big mama. And then... Oh, yeah. There's that. Um, her. Look. She's a... She's... Now look. I'm sure a nice person. I'm sure she's a sweet spirit. <laughs> yes, she is. And then... God and then we her. have this one. God bless, bless her. her heart. Bless her heart. Uh, okay, keep in mind, 123 prettiest soldiers. Isn't it the same one we just saw? In Kazakhstan. A little No, it's a different one. Okay. And then, okay, a very nice-looking dog. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like dog looks Is that good. who we're thinking about dating? Yeah, a little bit better. She's actually though. not that bad. No, she's okay? not bad. She's not bad, but we, would you normally put her on a top 123 list? No. Probably not. With her? Now her? No. That looks like George Mira's son. You're going to side by side with her and Probably George not Mira's quite son. as tall as George <laughs> is or was. He's gone now. Didn't we lose him? Did we I think we did lose him. That's a picture. That's a harsh Eastern look block looking woman this right there. This is a Jeffy yes, specialty. That's yes, a Jeffy is. special right this there. This is the type of woman Jeff, Jeffy loves. Hey, get over here and give me a kiss. <laughs> a woman right? who would break you. <laughs> yes, she would break you. I must break you. Yes. And then there's her. Okay. Oh, you know, not bad. You know, again, then, uh, you know, I mean, you know, there you go. It's Kazakhstan. Maybe they only have 123 women in the military. That's possible. She's pretty, kind of, she's, she's actually she's pretty. pretty. Yeah. I like the playground. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's an odd hanging place out. for a soldier to be hanging out, but and then uh, there's, it's Kazakhstan. So and there's her. And, uh, okay. Yeah, you know, a little, and then. There's this. There she is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Again, somebody's like, yeah, mild, not but like, it's not uh, what you would maybe think of as an, a recruitment tool. Uh, per se, I don't know. So. I'm thinking about size. Yeah, she's pretty, actually. There's okay, yeah. There's a couple in there you that are could, actually pretty. Yeah, you can see that she might make a guy think, okay, yeah, me, I wouldn't mind meeting yeah. her. I'm going to enlist. But as far as the rest of the job they did here, I don't think they helped themselves. No, I don't, I don't think. They help them. Do we have a George Murison picture yet? Can we look at that? Because I mean, that is really... side by side would be really good on that, that one. That would be ideal. Can we get yeah. that by the end? Do we have in the next couple of minutes? Okay. They don't He's even know who George Murison is. Know. He's a basketball Professional player. Professional basketball player. Uh, he, I believe, is dead uh, currently. Yes. Uh, uh, you just need M U R E S A N. George. The George is spelled with okay. a G. With a G. Is it a G, G. Is it G, -O -R -G -H -E or something? Yeah, something strange. like that. I bet if you just type in Google, it'll ask you. Uh, meanwhile, a giant inflatable woman has been unveiled in China featuring a playground that teaches children this is about tremendous. sex. Wait, it's tremendous? Yeah, this is, no, this is a tremendous idea. Hey, let me guess. This is another one Jeffy sent. 
I don't know if I sent this, but I mean, I happen to talk about it on my radio show on Saturday. Ah, well, look at this giant inflatable. Wait, wait. So what happens what? in this playground here, Jeffy? You go Tell in. Us about there, there's a door on the foot, and you go in, and it teaches you all about what happens with uh, sex. I gotta be I inside gotta be, the body. I gotta what? confess, I'm actually happy the door was on the foot. I thought it was gonna be something else, and I, <laughs> I was not gonna be. That's not true. So wait, you go through a door. It, okay, if if you're just if you're on radio, there's this huge, giant, inflatable woman laying on the ground, and you enter through her foot. And then walk through her and body. And then you and walk through her body, and it teaches you what about sex? Where things are? Or yeah. There's a ball pit inside of her. What? Why? Uh, I, I believe those are probably her eggs. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Oh, boy. Really? She go play in so the woman's eggs? we're in the fallopian tube right now? Or... Okay. Interesting, uh, Jeffy. Nice. You find interesting stories. Uh, I will say that. And uh, truly, that's uh, fascinating. And your radio show still on the <laughs> air? Oh, my gosh. Yes, it is. Okay, good. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, 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 no. yeah. Oh, my gosh. No, it is. It's doing really well on uh, Blaze Radio. It's on Saturday morning. Live Saturday morning, 6 to 8. And, of course, you can download it anytime. Yeah. Um, uh, Why would I want to? Yeah. Well, that's a good question. Like six to, six in the morning. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? <laughs> you're up pretty early on Saturdays. So you're, yeah. you're weird like that. You get up at four o'clock in the morning, no matter what happens. Uh, and, you know, part of the deal. Is it possible that your wife just kicks you out of bed every every day at that point? Uh, amazingly, I'm I'm awake all of a sudden at four <laughs> o'clock. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, um, can we also uh, mention the? Uh, there's a big movement right now because, of course, there's a war on women, and uh, so women are demanding place their place. Uh, on money, and I, I think that's what most women are clamoring for. They can, if they could just get their place on money, mm -hmm. on the dollar bill or a twenty, things. it would change everything for them. Now they're equal, okay? Because instead of these dead presidents, what about having some women on there? Um, and so the thing is, well, yeah, okay. Wasn't there Susan B. Anthony and uh, Sacagawea? Mm -hmm. Yes, but that was a coin. That's okay? stupid. Not money. enough. Stupid that's money. stupid money. We want paper money. And so they're trying to figure out, okay, well, who should replace, let's say, Andrew Jackson, because supposedly he wasn't a great guy. We're going to replace Andrew Jackson on the $20 bill. So who would you replace Andrew Jackson with as far as a woman on the $20 bill? Rihanna. Okay. It's an interesting choice. Mm -hmm. um, right, right at the tip of my tongue. Yeah, all you have to do is Rihanna? ask Rihanna. Okay. You're going to put Rihanna on the 20. And just her face and stuff? And nah, not necessarily. Nah. You know, I think you could broaden that a little bit. It's possible. Jeffy? Jeffy? Oh, and we do have a side-by-side? Oh, -side? we have a side-by-side okay, of George Marisol. Maybe we'll tackle this tomorrow. Okay. They'll see the... <laughs> see? There we go. The same Dead ringer! <laughs> hey, you kept the shape. Your side's actually happier. That's fantastic. <laughs> but uh, there's some resemblance there. I think that works. You can't tell the difference. I hate it when you have too much gum for your teeth. <laughs> you know, that's not good.